Welcome to Becoming Unstoppable, the podcast. So excited to have you here. I'm your host, Jen Parker, business mindset coach. I help and empower female entrepreneurs navigate through their self-sabotaging behaviors and resistance so they can become unstoppable. This podcast is proudly sponsored by my mastermind, taking you from feeling overwhelmed and exhausted in your self-sabotaging behaviors to feeling unstoppable. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to another podcast episode of Becoming Unstoppable. I am so, so excited to have the amazing Shannon Kelly on the podcast today, who is a rebel entrepreneur, and she absolutely is, exit strategist for creatives, visionaries, and spiritual entrepreneurs ready to get off the hustle roller coaster and build a six-figure business using simple and soulful strategies. Welcome, Shannon. Yay! Well, thank you, Jen. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here with you today. Um, I love the unstoppable thing because I think as women, I think we need to be unstoppable. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. And for people who are new to your world, can you explain um, specifically how you actually, you know, a bit more about you and your, um, your business as well? Absolutely. Well, I've been an entrepreneur for like seven years. Um, I've been a coach, a business coach for about five years now. Um, And how that came about, actually, I started out as a magazine publisher. And I actually had a a magazine for women. I wanted to create a platform for women to come and share their stories. I was just, you know, at that place in my life where there was big change going on. And I, I just needed something to do. And um, I was going to start a blog and I saw this course and it said, start a magazine. We'll show you how. And so I was like, oh, all right then. So I jumped into that and I did the magazine um, for seven years. I I did the magazine. And um, from there, I started diving into different energy modalities and um, I became a Reiki master and um, an Akashic Records practitioner. And so I did lots of workshops for women lots of transformational healing through writing and um stuff like that and then what happened was you know like I'm just going to be very very honest um I still wasn't making any money and I was pissed and I was frustrated and I felt defeated so um so I invested heavily in business coaching and so I thought well what I'll do is I'll teach other spiritual entrepreneurs how to make money and so so that's kind of my focus now is to kind of bridge that gap because it's like spiritual entrepreneurs. They're like, Oh, I'll just give it away for free. And they don't, you know, they, they want to make money, but they don't know how to put themselves out there. There's, you know, they're empaths and they're so compassionate and they want to help everybody. And, and as a business coach, I know that, you know, you really need to hone in on, on who your client is and have those structures in place and boundaries, right? Really good boundaries. And, and so that's what I wanted to do. I really wanted to just bridge that gap between being that spiritual entrepreneur or that healer, um, these women that have these amazing gifts that they're sharing with the world. And I just wanted to show them how to make money. Mm, I love that. And I think, I think a lot of people, you know, can relate to that because 
you know, people who are very spiritual, they may have been conditioned that you can't charge for your your gifts. So, so sometimes we have to look at the conditioning that we've been exposed to, especially if we are very people-pleasing, which comes down to that external validation. It's like this drug, this, you know, drug we're, we're getting from helping someone, but it should never be at the expense of burning ourselves out. It should be that we can still help and serve others, but get compensated because we are worthy. So Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. Well, and, and the thing is, I mean, if we are feeling supported in the work that we do, we show up for our clients in a different way too. We show up from that place of power and that place of, you know, deep love and deep respect because we ourselves are not, you know, coming from that place of lack and scarcity. So um, it's a very powerful place to be when, um, when you're really feeling supported in your business as well. So you just show up differently for your clients. And I think that's really super important for, for all the healers and coaches and spiritual entrepreneurs to know that, right? Mm, absolutely. Because, you know, um, often when you are a very big hearted and empathetic person, you keep going. And especially if you've got a very ambitious streak in you, you just keep going and you sort of go, oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted. Like if I think back of my career, you know, working as a social worker, I was empathetic, but I realized that I had to be a little bit on the assertive side else people were just going to like, you know, like there's doctors and challenging clients and challenging families. And so it's so important to protect your energy as well. And yeah, but there was this assumption of if you're an empath, empath, empath I can't even speak, empathic person, <laughs> that it's just expected that you're going to do all of this stuff. And I think people are getting a little bit wise that, I, you know what, it's actually important for me and for people to see that I do charge accordingly. So I think what you're doing you know, is so important for women who are very spiritual beings and who really want to step into that, you know, the business entrepreneurial um, journey, but they need someone who's there really cheering them on and saying, you know what, it is challenging at times, but I've got your back. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and, you know, the thing is, I've got the furthest in my business um, by always having that support for myself as well, right? I think the entrepreneurial journey itself is like, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. It might be, be harder than raising kids. Mind you, I listened to your podcast last week with Natalie and she's amazing. Yeah. Like she's so something good. else. Yes. yes. Right. I wish I had her in my corner when I was raising my kids. But, um, but aside from that, I mean, it's like, I think for myself, the entrepreneurial journey is like, it's like the greatest personal development journey you'll ever go on. But it's also the greatest healing journey you'll ever go on. It's the greatest spiritual journey you'll ever go on because it asks you to face all of these things about you that you didn't even know existed at some point in your life, right? All of these beliefs that, that we've had, you know, growing up, it asks you to dig deeper, right? It's like this dance of resistance versus, you know, flow, stepping out of your comfort zone, um, stretching that comfort zone, facing your fears it's 
it's an interesting journey, but it's not just about the business side of it, right? I think it's, I think it's the biggest. And you know, it never ends. Let's yeah. just say that it never ends, right? It's a constant journey of growing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes we like when I made the decision to leave my job as a social worker and I had that moment where I was like, I'm worthy, I'm amazing, and there's more. And, of course, the universe was sending me signs, but I was so blocked. And when I had that download of do coaching, I'm like, okay, sure. So off I go and did my study. That was the easy part. And then I thought, let's do this when we entered a global pandemic and I was like and people like what's that like and I'm like I don't know this is all I've ever known so I have no idea so it was like I was learning this whole journey whilst doing it and I think I think that we we think it's like this smooth path sort of like I I use a lot of metaphors so sort of like Dorothy um, from Wizard of Oz you know you can see the golden path we think it's like that and we can see all the obstacles but quite honestly it's almost like you know you see this beautiful rainforest but then around the rainforest there might be you know a mountain you've got to climb up and then you've got to cross the river and you know and and people might say why entrepreneurship and not working for someone else and what was your main reason for keep on going on this entrepreneurial journey um well you know because I did work in the corporate world for a long time and um and it served its purpose and I think you know like most like most healers or spiritual entrepreneurs we feel this calling to um you know to share share what we've learned right isn't that that's the path right we're on this having this human experience and and it's our job to say hey this is what I learned you know on my path of being a human and so I want to share it with you so I hope it helps you to be a better human too right and I just the joy that it brings the joy the time the freedom who doesn't want that Mm. I, I don't understand why we're not all entrepreneurs I think all women should be entrepreneurs I want to teach them all how to do this Yes. I want them to be happy and feel fulfilled. Yes. And have, you know, I call it the passion orgasm, but it's like, it's that <laughs> feeling when. <laughs> right? Love it. it is. It's like, it's that feeling when you get up in the morning and you just, you know, you're excited because you don't know what your day is going to bring. It's sometimes you have to stop yourself from working because there's so much joy in the work that you do. Mm. And I think it's very easy that when you're working for yourself that everything f- can feel like, because, you know, you, you might go and be going for a walk and this is how my brain works. And I'll be like just thinking all these big plans and visions and oh, that would be a really good, you know, that would be so good to say and like constantly thinking. And I think it's also just as important to remind entrepreneurial women that you, even though that is, a huge part of your life you're you know I, I remember seeing it on the weekend and I went oh yes your self-worth is not attached to your business but yeah. that is something that you know needs almost daily practice and how we put boundaries in place and 
when we're not getting the perceived results that we desire because we are so hard on ourselves and we're expecting it to be almost instantaneous, like having these results so quickly. And when we don't get those results quickly, we're like, oh my gosh, I must be just a failure. Like I felt like that last week. I'm, I was sort of, it was the weather, it was dismal. Um, I, got, I really don't know how people on the Northern Hemisphere do it. You know, if it's always sort of raining and windy, <laughs> I'd just be like, right? mess. <laughs> I've been um, and I think it's really, really important to remind yourself that go back to your why of like, I love how you spoke of like, you know, you, you, you obviously you did, you worked in corporate and yes, it served its, you know, role and purpose, etc. But when you work for yourself and having that freedom and loving, like, I don't know how you felt, but I used to wake up and go, oh my God, it's Monday. Oh no. And, right. you know, I would be like, oh, and I'd have to. It's like, know, what kind of fuckery is going to go on this week? You know? And I was like, oh, <laughs> now it's my favorite day of the week because it's like setting the tone. And I used to have to drop my little children off at, you know, they were both incredibly small at the time at daycare at like 6.15 in the morning. So I was there just after seven. And for me as a mother, I just felt like that was just so challenging. You know, you always felt like you were, as women, we can feel like we're always compromising a a part of ourselves for someone else, either our children or our business. Or I don't think men just do not have the same guilt that women have. You know, we want to do all of these things, but I think it's a lot of, we can't expect it to let go of these conditions in one lifetime possibly because this has been around for, you know, thousands and thousands. Over 5,000. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So Absolutely. Yeah, so I think yeah. we just have to be kind to ourselves, remind ourselves that it's okay to ask for help. How, how do you find asking for help um you know you know juggling sort of the role of being a mum and juggling sort of being an entrepreneur how do you find it works for you well I have to be honest with you Jen my kids are all grown up now so I I know I don't look it but (laughs) Uh, I have lots of time on my hands now but I like you know I just got married in June and I manifested like this gorgeous sexy handsome man I don't know how I did that but but I did I manifested him right up so I actually just really like to spend my time with him so I don't want to spend you know 70 hours a week working on my business Mm. so yes yeah and and I you know in my I have I have a little grand and I adore him and he's actually here right now and and I just want to be available so that if I get the opportunity to spend time with him, I get to spend that time with him. And, you know, I don't get to see my kids that often. So I like that I have flexibility, that I can rearrange my schedule, that I can pivot and, you know, take time off if I need to and and still have, you know, um, time to run my business and have a successful six-figure business. Mm. How amazing that you can have it all, 
but do you have to do yeah. it all yourself? Can you outsource? Oh, absolutely. I, and I think we should. I think, you know, I, I, and I think that's one of the problems with women entrepreneurs. And that's why we get burnt out and defeated and devastated is because we're trying to do it all. We don't have to do it all. You know, I think um, I like to keep things really simple and soulful. And, and I think that we can run, you know, a successful six figure business in a couple hours a day. And as we grow and we grow into seven figures, you know, then we start asking for help, right? There's, there's no, um, it's, I think it's like this thing where we have to learn how to let go of the control. Mm. And I, you know, like yes. we're always trying to control everything because we can't find balance in all of the things that we're trying to do in a day. Oh my gosh. Yes. Isn't it interesting you said that because, um, I think sometimes we can be almost like holding on so tightly. And this is how I've been feeling is I've got to show the universe that I'm, you know, dedicated. And so I'll sit down and I'm like, I don't want to sit down at my desk. So I sit down for a lot, a huge part of the day. And I'm like, oh, um, but yes, um, letting go. So almost like doing your job and being able to just let it go because you've done everything you can. And you can always look at it from the perspective of learning that you've got, if it, if it didn't go to your expected um, results, yeah. what else, what, what, what could you learn from next time? So see it from a very curious perspective and learning perspective that we're always learning and exploring. And I think it's something that we as a society we do struggle with is in terms of the letting go because we as I said before about having these instantaneous results if everything that is worthwhile can sometimes take a bit longer because it's not on our timeline it's on sort of maybe the universe's clock so it's sort of you know especially if you're a very impatient person which I am um you're like okay come on okay, I'm, I'm looking at my watch and I've been waiting too long now. And then you, you know, so it's sort of, I think it's a practice, sort of like yoga or meditation. It's a practice that we just need to remind ourselves with. Do you agree? Well, and it's about the journey itself, right? It's not about the destination. How many times have we heard that? But the truth is, you know, it's like, it's the evolution of who we are. Mm. and it's about allowing ourselves to learn and grow and evolve into that most authentic version of ourselves yeah that's so and just powerful. understanding that because we're all on our own journey too and we all see life through our own perceived lens of traumas experiences and you know um people right so i call it where Okay, this is where it gets real, Jen. I call it where the I don't give a fuck live. And this is that space where you feel your own power, but you have this incredible respect for each and every person out there because they are just on their own journey too. And they're just trying to navigate their own crap. Oh my gosh, that's so powerful. Yeah. Wow. And we are all this evolution and you're so right. It is not the destination because the destination in life 
is the end. So it's like this journey right. of, it's almost, I, I think my sister told me this. Um, she said, life is like a series of moments. And so we're giving, we're, we're yeah. it's all of these opportunities or challenges and it's all evolving us to be a higher conscious soul. Absolutely. As, yeah. And as like, as the whole paradigm shifts, right? We're all coming into this new consciousness, I think, right? And the thing is too, is that as human beings, we've been conditioned to the minute we receive whatever it is we were, you know, focused on or um, trying to get to that place we were trying to get to. It's like the minute we get there, instead of sitting and reveling in it and going, oh my God, look at how wonderful this is. I have so much gratitude for this. We're just like okay what's next oh my gosh yes it's like celebrate and almost embody yes. that feeling now and just go oh my gosh how good does this feel yeah. and I think do you think it's also important to celebrate even the times that you just got up in the morning those times that felt really hard and you just got you know what it was a crappy day or is a crappy week but I got through it do you think that's just as important as celebrating the highs Absolutely it is. And I believe very firmly that if you're having a shitty day, just allow yourself some time and space. We don't have to push ourselves. If you're having a bad day, have a bad day. Take a bad day. Curl up on the couch. Listen to some music. Have a bath. Do whatever you need to do. Mm. We're not perfect. And we're not, you know, I don't think we're, and, and I think, you know, coming from that space of, masculine and feminine too I think the masculine is very go 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 and do 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 mm. but we're not built like that you know we're more cyclical in nature right highs and lows and roller coasters of emotions so we have to honor that and we can do that honor that within our business as well so yeah I think that's really important to understand especially as women that we are affected by you know being a woman and sometimes we can think oh my gosh you know as a bad thing but I think we've got to go back to owning it and saying you know I remember hearing something at an event and they said like men are like with their emotions like a donkey and you know they've got like a little cart behind them they're pretty stable you know and women are like a you know a rocket one minute they're here and they're up here <laughs> you know that they, they, they can go sort of all over not always but I think we um we've had so much you know coming for women who are entering say the entrepreneurial journey or you know getting a career it's been very focused on this masculine energy of like you said Shannon go 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 and so I think that can be where there's a lot of um or hustling, which is sometimes a, you know, a sabotaging behavior that I see so many people and they're like, there's so much in this hustle. And if it doesn't feel right in your body, you can feel it. Like, you know, if you're very in tune to your body and you're very much into leaning a bit more and maybe just understanding more of the feminine, you can go, oh, I feel like that's the logical thing. But I think there's like this new rise that, 
you know, yes, we're going into a new higher consciousness in the world. Like we've had sort of almost like a big clean out. Um, and I think people have been, you know, been a bit more curious about both energies. Not one is better than the other, but both energies are required, especially in business. Um, and how do you, um, what's your sort of, like how would you talk to your clients about embodying you know, those energies like the masculine and the feminine? Well, I, you're right, because we, we need to have both, right? And I think um, the masculine side of, of, of our energy needs to be the going and the doing, right? Needs to be constantly in motion, where the feminine is more the receiving side of things, right? And I think that's sometimes where there's a disconnect as well, especially for women entrepreneurs, is because we've grown up in this, this world of, you know, check boxes and calendars and, you know, we have to do it this way and we have to work Monday to Friday and we have to work nine to five and we have to, you know, wait till we retire and then we're gonna go do whatever it is we're gonna go do. Um, we have to remember that we're the nurturers, the caregivers of this world. And, and it's important for us to be able to receive. And it's important for us to be able to allow our energy that time to rest and replenish. And, and it's okay to be the caregiver and the nurturer of, of people in the world, right? Um, I think it's just about finding balance. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think I think it's sometimes we've just got to go, you know, women and men are different. And I think we just, you know, when, you know, the rise of. And feminism, thank God for that. Yes, we don't. I mean, my <laughs> mum always said, can you imagine if we're all the same? We would be like robots. And in some places they are like robots. There's no individual thought. And I always, when people are say they don't agree with something you're doing or maybe maybe you put a post out and people are like, no, that's not right. You could always say something like, well, that's just what I believe. I'm sorry you don't believe that, you know, and that, and, and that is, you know, you said earlier, Shannon, that we all have a different lens and that's determined on, you know, our traumas and skills, et cetera. We all see the outside world completely differently it's like when um say there's a car accident and the police are interviewing different people they're all going to see it from different viewpoints and yep. they're you know if you're feeling emotionally not very good you're going to amplify that experience and what you see everything's bad's happening whereas if you're like you know i've got this even if perceived things that didn't go well, you're like, oh, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> Do you agree? Like, you know, like how, you know, your perception and like your emotional state can really impact how, you know, what you see as well. Well, absolutely. And I think, you know, I think we need to be consistently working, you know, on ourselves in that personal development in whatever ways do you do right whether it's yoga or meditation or money mindset or you know i think i think we are the evolution right we are the evolution and we have to continue to be the evolution to come into that place where we are our most authentic selves right 
And I believe that um, in order for us to, to really thrive in that, um, in the entrepreneurial world or in the business world, um, in life in general, I think, you know, we need to constantly be that work in progress. And that's why coaches are so, so important. That's why you're amazing at what you do. Mm. Because you see the blind spots of, of, you know, women like me who can't see them for herself. And I don't think we can always see that because we're too close to it. And we don't always want to see those parts of ourselves that we have rejected, repressed, or we just, we have been made to believe they're bad or, you know, shameful. So often what coaching can really support um, people to do, especially entrepreneurs, because this is what this is all about, is really moving towards where you want to go, despite the external noise, despite, because I think sometimes we, we have this expectation it's going to be easy or sometimes we do this um it's a very it's a behavior that we do and it can really cause us to um retract and to come back and doubt our own ability and that's comparison it's a thief of joy really because when we start comparing and going oh my god they got there quicker and sometimes we don't actually know that before they did whatever x y and z because you might be like oh they're they're getting all these speaking gigs they may have been like always doing speaking or they may have been in like the debate team at school or like toastmasters or you know so they've always been doing it but they suddenly made the decision to declare it so just be so mindful about comparison because it really it's the thief. I, I sort of look at it as when some when it's someone else succeeds uh, and you have that body, that feeling in your body like, oh, my God, and you're doubting yourself, if they can do it, it's proof that you can do it. And finding yeah. mentors and coaches that it feels good in your stomach and it's not going to feel like this hustle. I can't stand that because sometimes some of these things I'm like, there is no way I'm doing that. Like, you know, you sometimes like, oh, I'm not, you want me to what? Cold call, you know, where you have to just ring people up. I'm like, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that either. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no I'm deal. not doing that either. No deal. Oh, right? Nah, oh, nah. And I'm sure that, that, there, that it was actually a man that, you know, created that marketing strategy for sure i'm just going to call people out of the blue and see if they want to buy this car yeah yeah i'm always a bit dubious when um sometimes i get it's like who are you and then you know i remember sometimes you're like oh well um if you've got my information off yellow pages just send me an email oh we're quite busy and i'm like you're not too busy because you're ringing me right now you know so I think it's always just doing things that feel aligned to you, but being curious if it if you're like, because sometimes it's easy to say it doesn't feel good in your body when it's actually just a fear response. Yeah. And I, I think it's about, you know, asking ourselves to, to not necessarily, I, I talk about fear and resistance a lot, right? And I call it like the big gates. I, I see these big iron gates and I think of them as, you know, the resistance, right? And it's the fear that we have to walk through, but um, we don't have to do it alone because there's a 
coaches out there that can help us, right? Um, but but I think it's also about allowing ourselves just to stretch the comfort zone mm. a little at a time, right? Yeah. So it's like, go ahead, walk through the fear, like own it, or don't just stretch your comfort zone a little. Yeah. And once you get there, you embrace more of your confidence, right? And your confidence grows each time you take those steps and you stretch that, you know, that comfort zone a little. And then all of a sudden your comfort zone gets really large. And mm. and then then the fear goes away. Yeah. And sometimes it's almost like fear's there, but you're doing it anyway. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm going to book a world tour or some random thing. And you're like, okay, let's do it. Because sometimes you're, yeah. if you have a seed of this like idea, there's a reason why you were gifted that. But often our very mean inner critic comes in and says, oh, I don't know if you should do that. And then we doubt ourselves. We don't do it. And so most people are not living their purpose most people are living in fear and they're not living by their values and what's important to them they're fearful yeah mm. yeah and I think the thing is too is that and I'm just going to throw this out there because I think some of them are happy there because they're not willing to yes. take the steps to change yeah. they're yeah. not willing to look at themselves in that way they're not willing to see themselves as having that potential yeah and it's unfortunate but it's true and 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 sometimes I remember when I was very early on you you want to support so many people you're like ah and you know there's sometimes people in our lives that they will always be part of our lives right we can't Mm -hmm. You know, like maybe read in between the lines. There's always people in our lives that we can't, they're just there. And it's maybe, I think a lot of the time that I've seen people who are so upset with, you know, members of the family or friends or whoever, is they're almost attached to the suffering that it's causing them. Instead of just going, you know what, whatever, you know, let it just be. Yeah. For exactly that. Well, and I think I think as humans, I think um, humans tend to do that, right? It's like you know, if you're sitting in a crowd of people and they're, you know, one one lady is like, oh, you know, my husband did this or whatever, and then everybody just jumps in, and we're all like in that place of suffering. But the same thing can happen in that place of joy, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh my god, you know, this week I just had, you know, I had an amazing week, so. Of course, you know, everybody's jumping in on my joy too. So there's two sides of that, right? So um, I believe we need to be the leaders. So if we're always coming from that place of joy and that place of love, then, you know, the people that are in our space, hopefully they're jumping in on the joy. And and the people who want to stay in the suffering, well, we can't help them. So we need to just let that go. Absolutely. Yeah. And we said that earlier too about, you know, letting go and and that's, a practice too, you know, letting go of the people that yeah. want to stay there. You can't help people who have no desire to change. Even though they keep talking about it, we just have to let it go and keep moving towards our vision. So, yeah, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, thank you so much, Shannon, for coming on the Becoming Unstoppable podcast and really sharing about your story of how you stepped into your power, how you support, you know, very spiritual entrepreneurial women to really own it and have that support and be rebels. I love that <laughs> because, you know, having well, that. Well, that's because you're a rebel too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so for people who want to know a little bit more about you, if we have some people who might be spiritual entrepreneurs and really want to amp up that process a little bit more, what's the best way they can follow you? Um, well, they can come and check out my Facebook page, um, Shannon Kelly. Um, you can Google me up. I have a beautiful website that's um, well, I'm, work, I'm still, work, I'm, con, I'm consistently working on it because I'm always changing it, but um, the rebelpreneur.com and um, yeah, shoot me a message. I'd be happy to have a conversation about, you know, how I can help anyway, for sure. Amazing. So what we'll do is we'll have on the show notes, a link to how people can get in contact with you. So thank you again so much. I've enjoyed having a chat to you it's been absolutely amazing and for those who are listening you can um, continue this journey on the becoming unstoppable group i'll have a link in the show notes and so this is where you are stepping into your power you're releasing anything that no longer serves you and i currently have an exciting new offer of um, a one-on-one three-month coaching program where we're really integrating the Ayurveda, which is ancient wisdom of looking at that busy mind. And it's not just about mindset. It's really about having these modalities to really support you for success and changing you for success habits. So thanks again. Thank you for listening to another episode of Becoming Unstoppable. If you're ready to start your journey of Becoming Unstoppable, please join my community of Becoming Unstoppable for soul-led, courageous female entrepreneurs. This is where I share weekly trainings and all great resources. Have a lovely day.